Cheers. Clink. Bomp. Culp. Beep schneeps. Ah, holy shit. What is this? Oof. I like it. Whatever it is. I forgot to say it was straight. Oh, it's straight. Uh, there's nothing in there. It's pretty strong. Pretty strong. Whoa. What's up, man? What are we talking about? You got some things? You got some things on your mind you want to get off your chest? Yeah, very little. Put them back in your mind? Other than the Amazon deal. Okay, let me check my pockets. What do I know about the Amazon deal? Let me take a look. Let me take my notes out. Here you go. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about that. What are we talking about? Fantastic. They bought MGM Studios for 8.45 million? Trillion dollars? Billion. 8.5 billion. Billion with a B. Billion? Yeah. Seems a little overpriced for MGM, right? That's like, a lot of cheddar. Especially when I saw somebody list out the shit they own and IP wise, and you're like, eh, nobody particularly cares a lot about these things. I don't know how much <laughs> how much does a James Bond movie make when it goes to theaters? Does it make like seven hundred million bucks? Is it pushing a billion dollars? <sighs> so like just case, one of them maybe, is about a billion. But, huh, let's find out. Let's, let's find out. <laughs> Take a look. Like that's Whoops. all we got. We should just rename MGM. To uh, James Bond. <laughs> I mean, they had other stuff. Like the, uh, is this Spectre made $880 million. That's pretty close. Skyfall made $1.109 billion. Nice. Casino Royale made six one six point five mil. That's the best one. So. <laughs> Everybody likes Skyfall. Well, didn't make the most. That's but, the uh, show. You know. Yeah, man. Man, James Bond makes a shit ton of money. He's going to leave out Quantum of Solace, man? What did it make? 589.6. Oh, what? Like everybody already knew it wasn't going to be that good? Well, I mean... How'd that happen? Word of mouth. Oh, because you're saying because they didn't go. Mm-hmm. Like how come they didn't go because they loved the first one so much? Yeah, they let their friends go. Well, it could be word of mouth, right? The people who didn't go opening yeah. weekend heard, oh, it's not that good. And they're like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. it, never mind. It's one of those movies where you can watch it like three times and somebody asks you, what was it about? Yeah. You're like, I don't know. Like, no one knows. Solace? And maybe a small chunk of it. You know? Like, I don't know. It's all the stuff that happens after Casino Royale. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's it about? <laughs> I don't know. Parkour and um, that's about it. So I guess 8.45 isn't that. Hmm. It's like eight successful James Bond movies. <clears throat> Well, like nine, let's say, because they don't all make a billion fucking dollars. But like, you're assuming it's worth at least oh, the next God. 10 if you nailed it. And like, and it, this thing was listing like the Pierce, even the Pierce Brosnan ones and stuff, they they did real well. So not a billion dollars, but like 500, 600 mil. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess that's not that crazy. I guess just, but like, what else? I remember what they were listing and it was like James Bond was the only thing like. What, that maybe it wasn't the only thing, but what does MGM own? <laughs> just just keep looking it up. What else do they got? Well, I mean, it's pertinent. What do they own? Hands made? No. Hmm? <sighs> made several shows, including The Hands Made Tale and Fargo. Also owns premium cable network epics. Hmm. Owns a bunch of reality TV like Shark Tank, Survival, and The Real Housewives. I guess really? those are pretty popular. These yeah. sons of bitches. Yeah. 
Hmm. You think the perfect James Bond has been cast? Like <laughs> there's no doing it any better. No. No. No, I don't think so, right? Who was the closest? Hmm. That's a little hard, right? Because, like, for them to be as dope as they could be, the movie has to be damn near as dope as it could be. Mm -hmm. Because it's real hard for them to be great in a movie that's mediocre. Mm -hmm. Like watching a dope actor in a shitty show, and you're like, if I didn't know any better, I'd think you can't act. That's how shitty this show is. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, I'm doing the best I can over here, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to say Daniel Craig just because I think I think those are the ones I'm the most interested in, James Bond wise. Mm. But I guess it depends. Are we going James Bond like from the books? I never read the books, but like this is the spirit, and who got the closest to capturing that? Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, I think Casino Royale was probably my favorite depiction of James Bond where I, I feel like he got all the parts. He yeah. got the sophisticated stuff, but then also he seems dangerous. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know, like they get the sophistication in other other versions. But it was like, yeah, but like I don't I'm not scared of you. I don't feel like you kill people, Pierce Brosnan. Sure, yeah. You know, you're a little too friendly. Or a little too nice for a guy who's gunning people down casually. <laughs> What was that movie where he was like a hitman guy? He was like the mentor, and then the young kid was coming to kill him or something? Pierce Brown. That does sound familiar. Uh, I forget what it's called. I don't know. Something kind of generic. November Man? Oh, maybe, yeah. Is that it? That popped in my head. That's a Brosnan movie. I don't remember if that's the one. Yeah. November Man. I think so. I mean, yeah, he, he can do... Cool stuff. He can play things with Edge. It's not a commentary on his... Just wasn't doing it now. As an around. actor, you know. Just more like that version of James Bond. We're like, no, no, no. We're getting real fun with it. Like, GoldenEye's a good movie. But like, yeah, but like this James Bond, he's... He but feels, it's a better game. <laughs> you know, feels PG-13. Yeah, doesn't sure. feel that dangerous. Roger Moore was a little friendlier from what I remember. Connery had a little more like... A little more Edge. Sure. I don't know. I feel like they're skirting the most important part of Which like is. this guy kills people oh. for the mother country here. <laughs> I feel like Daniel Craig, at least in Casino Royale, like he was trying to try and get some of that. Sure, yeah. You know. <clears throat> Street danger vibe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I should watch all of them all over again and I'll reassess everything. That is I just a lot said. of movies, dude. Yeah. But you know, live your life. Watch all the James Bonds. Live your life. You need to through know. simulated actions by watching James Bond. It's been around for so long. They're little time capsules. Sure. You know. Let's see what the '60s thought of a spy. Here yeah. you go. How'd they do it in the '70s? Let's find out. Here you fucking how was, go. How was life represented on film? Like it was like this. This was the the culture of the time. This is yeah, what they wanted to put up on the screen, and this is what it meant to be James Bond. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like any old movie. That's the fun part for me, anyway. I was like, this was normal to them. Like, put this up. I'm like, yep. That's what movies were like. Like, black and white stuff. 
This was just normal to them. For a movie, yeah, for a movie, yeah. Yeah, this is how people talk in movies, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. All that theater vibe. Like, everybody's talking too loud. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Moving too broad, yeah. Yeah. There's a weird rhythm to it. A lot slower. Did you see that interview with uh, Rosenbaum and uh, Marsters? Did I see it on uh, Rosenbaum's podcast? Like yeah. when Marsters was on it? Uh, Michael Rosenbaum, James Marsters. Uh, inside of you. Inside of you. Is it with Michael Rosenbaum or just? Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Michael. I think that's it, okay. yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what he, how he says it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I watched like one clip or oh. something. I, I still haven't done that, no. There was a part where uh, James was talking about when he first started on Buffy and he was, he showed up on set and he was doing what he was doing. And then he, Anthony Stewart head was doing what he was doing. And he's like, he's like, I remember being in scenes being like, bro, come on, amp <laughs> it up. The fuck's this guy doing? And then he's like, and then I went and I saw the first like episode I was in and I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> this guy's dropping a masterclass on me and I thought he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> like his performance was too subtle. Yeah, like he was too subdued. He was he was acting for the camera, and James was more familiar with theater, so he was just like, "Why this guy's barely alive?" And it was like, "No, he's just channeling it all into something that'll show up on film very emotionally." <laughs> and it didn't and it took him seeing the episode to be like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> never mind." Whoopsies, theater guys. Like, nah, mass TV. The camera's right there. It's like <laughs> right, right there. It's right up in your fucking mug. Just squint your eyes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. It's like, what? This guy's not doing anything. He was doing all the things. Hmm. <laughs> and what was Marsters doing, man? Just chewing the scenery? I guess a little bit. I mean, Just it makes sense for Spike, but... Yeah. <laughs> huh. We're in season two. Oh, you're still doing that? A Buffy, yeah. Yeah. It's Oof. taking a while. You're going slow, my friend. That's right. Season two. How is it? It's pretty good. The lighting's a lot better now. Um... We got spoilers, Buffy season two, uh, Angel is Angelus again, and and he just killed Jenny Callender. So. Cool. We're right about their skis. Okay. And Joust tried to kill him and almost died in the process. <laughs> Geller was killing it on the, I forgot about it a little bit, the episode where Xander, uh, does, he tries to do a love spell on Cordelia, and instead it, it gets everybody but Cordelia. Yeah. And, like, it was just bananas. Like, Buffy totally into him. And then later showing up in, like, you know, a fucking bathrobe and then being like, let's do this, bro. Uh-huh. And I was just like, whoa, she's killing it. And then, like, later Willow has an axe. Yeah. Yeah. And she's so sad because she's rejected by him. So uh-huh. she's like, you don't understand how much this hurts me. It's like, god damn. Hannigan's just crushing over here. <laughs> Taking a dead fucking serious and nailing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Marster's over here embarrassing himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a good job. He's, he doesn't have a lot to do yet. He's like, perfect. Just being Spike. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's dope, but... Hmm. It's like, damn! Actors doing good jobs. Yeah, we're like, we're like, we're finally, like, everything looks kind of normal. Everything looks great. The stories are kind of kicking more or less on all cylinders now. And it's like, okay, fuck yeah. Hmm. Let's do this. 
We've reached some kind of cruising altitude with Buffy. <laughs> what do you think that is? Why does Joss what is what? take so long for his shows to get going? Have you been watching the numbers? No, haven't started yet. God damn it, I can't involve that in this. Come no. on. Is it doing the exact same <laughs> thing? Son of a bitch. Is it Dollhouse? Do you want me to answer that question? Yes. Okay. Um, it, uh, no, it's not as weak <laughs> as Dollhouse. It's uh, The pilot was stronger. Mm-hmm. But it was still kind of like, man, if I didn't like you and your stuff, I don't know if I would have kept going. Mm-hmm. And I, and but not that it's terrible. It was just sort of like a little boring. Like it was a little, who cares? It's just setting all the pieces. But like you know, taking like twelve yeah. episodes to set the board. Yeah, that's how fucking. Why lot. does he like, do this? Yeah. If I had, I don't know, man. Like I feel like. It's, We're just speculating here. It's just weird that he... <laughs> I'm aware. It's just weird that this many shows deep, he still does this, but uh, it seems to be just like a quirk. It's just sort of like, how come Kevin Smith's plots aren't stronger? <laughs> like, well, because yeah, it's not... He doesn't really... It's not his thing so much. Like, I'm going to have to disagree on that. I think the plot it's... for Mallrats is pretty great. <laughs> It's real solid. It's got a lot of sick-ass twists and turns. There's a lot going on there. Watch it again. (laughs) My impression is that Joss isn't ever sure what to do with his characters and world until he's really lived in it for a while. Mm. And you would think that, like, constructing the world that the pilot lives in would be part of the work he's doing. Like, he clearly seems in, interested in world building. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's integral to all of these different shows he's built. So it's like, oh, yeah, well, but that lives in his head already, right? Like, before he's even written the pilot, mm-hmm. or especially after. And it's like, no, nah, like, he, it seems like he really needs to kind of steep in it like a tea. And then eventually he's like, oh, okay, now, now, got it. All right, now we're all... It's like he had to investigate his own created universe before he really found the juice of it like he was blindly led like this inner voice inside him was like do this do that and he didn't understand it until he reaches a certain critical mass and then he goes oh fuck i get it and then goes it's kind of weird that he'd have to do it like not just like yeah i've been writing this show in my head for two years and now yeah. we're filming the pilot so like i'm already i know the world and i know everything but it's it's like if he's improvising, it's, it's kind of like, I didn't know what the show was when we shot the pilot. And then I kept, it took me about 12 episodes to figure it out. And like, are you still doing this? Yeah, you madman? Right? Figure it out <laughs> and then shoot the pilot. And he's like, nah, can't do it. And like the weird thing is, I think, I don't think he would necessarily agree with this, right? Like, I think he would say like, no, what are you talking about? Like when I show up to shoot the pilot, I know exactly what the show is. I know the world. I know the characters. Uh-huh. I know the show. So let's it's check just the that. Tape. It's just that in the course of, you know, say doing a season or so, you start to find new things and stuff. It's almost a, it's just a perspective change because it's like, yeah, but the people who recognize it gets like a step level better. That always seems to happen after a Mm -hmm. chunk of time rather than from the jump. Like, why are your pilots Mm -hmm. not stronger? Firefly. It's solid. It's start, but like, it doesn't have, I wouldn't say it has that same... Like, oh, you got to wait. You got to wait until uh, season two. It also doesn't like, last very long. But no, yeah. Because the show's over. It's like, he's, he's like, we're only going to get like 12 episodes. I suppose it got there a lot quicker. Like, the two-hour pilot is pretty good. It, it still doesn't like have the kick of something like Nip Tuck or Lost or something, but... Sure. But compared to his other pilots, 
They're like, oh, you just you, yeah. you jumped in and you just did it. And the show starts rolling from the first. So I'm not going to say like, oh, you got to wait till season, I mean, episode six of Firefly till it really starts cooking. I suppose like, that's nah, true. It goes right from the jump. Like the train robbery one is a little weak, but that was like a pseudo second pilot because Fox was fucking with it. So like, mm-hmm. you could blame part of the genericiness on the fact that they had to like suddenly craft a second start to the show. Yeah. And that's like the weakest, I think, if I remember, that's like the weakest episode of the season before it starts. And it's not terrible. Like, I don't know. And then it's over in like six, Seems odd. I forget. (laughs) What's going on? Especially with Angel. I would love him Like, character's already been around for three seasons on Buffy. (laughs) It's a spinoff. And then that first season is sort of rough. And you're like, what's going on? (laughs) Why don't you just, why isn't this just season four from Angel's Uh, perspective kind of thing? Like, we had three years with this guy already. And instead, it's like, no, 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 the pilot's kind of strong how it sets up a spinoff. And then it's like, we're treading our wheel. Like, it's all figuring it out. I, uh, I'm not quite and... sure what he's up to. I feel... What's this show about? Well, I also get the vibe what? that he likes the Monster of the Week thing a little bit, right? Like, yeah, but maybe like I don't in know a about lazy nowadays, way. but what? Maybe like in a lazy way. I know uh, how to write the first season because every episode will just be like, who's got an idea? Oh, it's a guy. What's who the problem? Can, uh, do who's this. That guy. What's the metaphor? Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, there's. I mean, maybe it might. Ju- yeah, it might be just pragmatic. Like, oh, it's easier to break it when I know that there's a, a monster hook every time. But and Dollhouse kind of had that same vibe. They were all meant to be. Were they all on Fox? Right? Uh, or no, no, no. no. Firefly uh, was and Dollhouse. But Buffy was. Where did it's it start? It's the WB when it started. Okay, it's not quite the same then. No. Hmm. I don't know. That's why it's just how he's doing like things. To talk about it. Let's get him in here. Let's find out. Come on in, Joss. You're not doing anything else. Come on, just bro. ask him. <laughs> What's the deal? Are you busy? Are you going going in and out later? He can stop by. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Take a seat. I got I some know. questions for you. Come on, bro. Question one. What's up with that? Question two. What was your version of Avengers 3? Because clearly you specced it out in your head. Yeah. Tell me. What did it look like? He's like, it was Thanos. Duh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, like, but what else? <laughs> I didn't have anything else. <laughs> I was too busy. Bullshit. Uh, Cabin in the woods. You going to do a second one or what? <laughs> I don't know, man. What the hell's that second one look like? You could, I guess. You could do seven of them. Your whole career sure, could but... be making more Cabin in the Woods. I'm like, just one and done? That's it? You serious? How many Saw movies are there? You'd have to be more interested in horror directly, right? Could have been the other thing you were doing. Old, reliable. You just fall back on every three, four years to make another Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> that conceit, that was pretty specific. Well, I don't know, I guess. Same with Saw, same with the others, same with Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Can do whatever you want. Take all your Avengers three stuff you didn't do, put it into a cabin in the woods. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? This is art, my friend. Uh, Chomping on a cigar. Look at this. <laughs> I'll watch it. Let's go. Get a bunch more people in here who, like, six years later, are gonna be movie stars. You know, what I'd like to see more of. What's that? Let me. I'll tell you. I want to see more team ups creatively when making a movie i want to see more from dusk till dawns with robert rodriguez and quentin tarantino powers combined 
making a movie together. So it's like, hey, Kevin Smith and Joss Whedon are going to make a movie together. Oh, wow. Like, what? Kevin's going to write it and Joss is going to direct it. Like, what does that look like? Interesting as fuck. That's what that looks like. Put your peepers on it. That'd be a weird movie. Yeah. It'd be crazy. And they make a sequel and they switch places. <laughs> I don't know that Joss could stop from rewriting it, right? Like, Yeah, you got to put some limits on it. <laughs> Hopefully they work well together of like, okay, okay. Well, I understand what we're doing here. I'm not going to take your script and then turn it into my script. Like, that's not the point here, well, buddy. That's I mean, not what we're doing here. I guess, it's, I guess it's clear that Kev likes what Joss has done. I have no idea if the other thing's true. I don't know if they've even met each other, but, you know, comics, genre stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've got a lot of the same interests, a lot of the same um, vibe, almost. Yeah. Stylistically, they're different, but their interests are, yeah, pretty aligned. It's just a good mix. Team them up. Mm. Put this movie out. And maybe everybody loves it or everybody hates it. They're like, mm. like all the Kevin Smith fans are like, get this Joss shit out of here. And all the Joss Bop. fans are like, Kevin Smith, go fuck yourself. <laughs> or you get powers combined. Everybody loves it. That'd be weird. Great. That's a good idea. Somebody do that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the two of them could maybe do it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. On a streamer. On a stream. And they listen to this podcast, dude. Did you see that Zack Snyder talking about the Arthur movie? The Arthurian legend thing he was talking about? King Arthur? He was going to do a King Arthur movie? Mm-hmm. Not yet, but like he's he's just mentioning his shit he would want to do in the future. Something he wants to do? No, didn't hear about it. What's his What's his pitch? He said very little other than he wanted to take the Arthurian legend and then put it in the American Old West. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Western. All right. Yeah. I'm intrigued. And I was like, that could be dope as fuck. I'm down. That'd be cool. <laughs> Partner up with somebody else. Quentin Tarantino's script. Snyder's Who? direction. <laughs> no. Give me a better mix. Who should write it? <laughs> Snyder will direct it. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Spike Lee Spike writes it. Lee. And I'm intrigued. He directs. Waka <laughs> waka. Hmm. No, I'm going to say Guy Ritchie writes it. <laughs> he already did, had his shot at Arthur, didn't he? I know. Try again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, oh, somebody else. shots, fucker. Somebody else. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Just cool combos. You know what I mean? If they're if they're leaning on the idea of like, hey, it's directed by this guy, and this guy's great, right? You like this guy? Mm -hmm. Like just just do two of that, like two <laughs> I mean, filmmakers they do sometimes, right? Like, or like it's directed by Joss Whedon and Kevin Smith. Like they're a team now. No, that'd like, be what hard? Like yeah, it's gonna get real weird. Just a couple of artists who are down to clown. <laughs> like they want the hybrid. It's directed by Tarantino and mm -hmm. Chris Nolan. Like, what? They did it together. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Who wrote it? J.J. Uh, Abrams. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. We're all getting bored. So we're doing art experiments ah, now. We're all getting bored. Yeah. Well, you know, we've all done that. Like, mm -hmm. they're getting to a point in their career. Like, I've done all the things I want to do. Let's just do these weird team-ups. 
these little world finest filmmaking. Mm. Just to see how it turns out. Mm. Sure. And if it's cool. I mean, it's enough of a gimmick to get me to show up. <laughs> just to see, you know what I mean? Like, everybody just wants to see it. Like, what? Mm. Sure, yeah. Be great. Or two people who never would share director's chair kind of thing, like J.J. Abrams and uh, James Cameron co-directed this film <laughs> together. Uh, That's fucking cool. Uh, maybe, yeah. Just to see what it looks like. Like any comedy, and you just, just keep wringing this out, you know, squeezing out this towel here of just, <laughs> who's next? They just do like a Black Mirror series where you get experimental co-directions. It's just like yeah. one-off anthology, like Twilight sure. Zone fucking... Yeah. I could see a streamer being real excited. Like, each episode is directed by a major Hollywood director. Guy, yeah. yeah. They all had just did one, and they like the idea. It's about love in the modern world. And, like, what do you want to do, <laughs> Abrams? Or something. You know, and it's... But no. Hmm. It's more like weird art experiments. Let's get Lucas in here. Sure. What's Lucas doing? That guy said he wanted to go off and do experimental stuff. And then mm -hmm. as far as I know, he's done jack shit. Yeah. Did he mean technically? And he's like, I'm still working on it. It's like Avatar. It's <sighs> coming. It's a possibility. You'll see it in 10 years. I think he just ended up spending all his time with his fam and on that uh, museum he's building in the Bay Area. Museum? Yeah. There's like, he's so spending what? a bajillion dollars on a museum up in, up in wherever he's at. What's the museum of? The ocean floor uh, no it's like film technology and stuff it's like it's gonna be you know it's like largely to him but <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like the lucas museum of film and art or something I, that's very much huh. not the name but it's conceptually that's it interesting it's supposed to be dope it's they're spending so much money and they're getting like top line like How fucking much money? imagineering like, type people yeah. to design it like MGM style money, like million dollars. <laughs> I don't know that it's eight billion, but it's not cheap. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, though? He spent ten billion dollars on this museum. <sighs> Is that because I can? What's <laughs> funny? Is that it's going to be way cooler just because than the uh, cooler than the Disney Museum in the Bay Area, hmm. which was also designed by engineer or by Imagineers. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> it's because it's like. It's, I don't know, the concept art I saw briefly forever ago made it look like it was like four stories tall and designed like some giant object, you know, instead of a box of a building. And, mm -hmm. and I was like, whoa, like it'd be impressive from the outside as much as the inside. And the Disney Museum is super dope mm -hmm. as a museum, but it's really unassuming from the outside because it's in like a historical park. Mm. So I don't know if they even could fuck with the outside if they tried. Mm -hmm. It's like Bubble Park, like good luck trying to get the the outside to change mm -hmm. inside it's super cool but it doesn't look like a fucking spaceship or anything <laughs> missed opportunity <laughs> huh. so i have a sneaking suspicion that's what he's been up to <clears throat> largely of those art films he said he was gonna go make and then unless he maybe he has and he's just you know he's like why i made it for me man i didn't put it out there <laughs> it's not it on fucking me. youtube or netflix like i don't need to show you i just wanted to do it <laughs> it's for me man That'd be cool. Yeah. Put it in the museum. Like I made three movies. Ah, and they're only showing at my fucking museum. Yeah. You want to see the movies? <laughs> ah, 
not to like, buy a ticket. It's like Quentin making a movie and it's only going to be played at the New Beverly. Yes. And you're like, well, that's one way to incentivize people to come to that's your theater. What I'm talking about man experiments. <laughs> I want to see people having fun. That'd be cool, actually. I would get off my ass and go to LA for that for sure. Even if it was just like that's a short, you know, it's like a twenty thirty minute thing max. It's fine. Which would be like one scene for Quinn, but <laughs> <laughs> it's the prologue. <laughs> it's the prologue to his next flick. <laughs> it's a two hour prologue. Like, what are you doing to me? I'm taking my time. It's exactly like uh, like Rise of Skywalker. Uh, when the Emperor Palpatine showed up in Fortnite <laughs> before the movie came out. And so if you happen to play Fortnite, you're like, oh, oh, I see. In the opening oh, crawl, when it says he's returned, he's back, he's alive. You're like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I heard the message. I, just, I did not assume my Fortnite game was in canon, but I guess it is now. It must be. That's see, What that's, he said in Fortnite wasn't that cool. Though. Like They should have made it important if they're going to do that fucking random ass shit. Well, let's make it cool. Make it just be like, let me tell you shit you're not going to know if <laughs> you didn't watch this, if <laughs> you didn't see this. <laughs> I grew Snoke in a bathtub. He was in a boredom experiment. He's an idiot. And you were scared of him, which makes you an idiot, too. <laughs> Fuck you, what? Kylo. Yeah. Get <laughs> right, Kylo. Sound like that. Power. Ultimate power. Ultimate you know what I mean? I just like I want to see well-crafted art, but I also want to see a bunch of dummies just having fun. Oh, you know, like you do, cool, like you do on a play, and like it's really good, like a really good drama. Sure, you that, know, like that's, that's great. And then give rare, me like one night. Like. It's a special night on this Sunday afternoon show hmm. where like the crew and the cast switch places. So the crew <laughs> is going to try to stumble through the play. <laughs> And then all the cast is like trying to get the lights right, and everybody's just laughing the whole time because like this guy doesn't know his lines, so he's just trying to read it off the script. And I'm like, Mm. give me that. (laughs) I want to see the real play first, but then also (laughs) we got a special show on Sunday where these dummies are just going to be bumping into each other for two hours, and it's going to be fun. There was a that that Frankenstein play Benedict Cumberbatch did with somebody Mm -hmm. else as the doctor, and then they switch roles. Uh, McAvoy. Was it McAvoy? I don't remember who the other guy was. No, Johnny Lee Miller? I don't know. Somebody. I think it was Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool. That's what I'm talking Similar. about. Similar. That's, that's a, a little cool... more serviceable than asking the lighting guy to come yeah. play the character. But they're, also, but they're trying to do two really good plays. It's like, no, one of them uh, is for the lulls. One, like, it's just to break mm. the conventions. And like, it has to be a really serious play that's really good. And then we're just going to do this comedic version where, like, this guy is barely—he barely knows the lines. Like, but he's been—he's he worked on it. He's been doing this the whole. Like, he's the director of the show. How well do you know the script? Can you play the lead role? And he's like, not really. No sir. <laughs> but we're going to serve some booze, so the audience is going to get a little loose, and then uh, we're going to have some fun and see how this goes. Sure. That sounds cool. cool. It sounds like. Experiment uh, City. You'd have to, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Just give me some goofy experiments to see how it goes. Hmm. Like, ah, oh, but there's so much money. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the real one's for. We did it for real. Or when we got Kevin Smith and, and Quentin Tarantino to make a movie together or whatever, like, we know they're both good. This is going to be something worth seeing. 
It's not just going to be a disaster. It's going to be cool because they both want to make a good movie. It's just going to be really weird. Like, what is this? It's a hybrid between these two guys. <laughs> they had a baby together, and it looks like this. <laughs> You're like, yeah, maybe we don't do this again. Let's try a different combo. <laughs> what if that's Quentin's 10th movie? As Jules Walks the Earth. A comic he never did. Maybe. It's him. It's way long down the road. He never did his prequel with with the Vegas. Yeah, which I would have loved. But Jules to see is that. alive. I fucking would have loved to see that. But yeah, what's he doing after Pulp Fiction? But it's man? a sequel to Pulp Fiction instead. But it's all about Jules, and he's been walking the earth. Mm -hmm. And you could even get some Kill Bill vibe in there. Like he could smash that Kill Bill Volume Three and Jules Walks the Earth together. He could smash everything. This is my final movie. It's a it's a send up to all of my movies. Somehow we get Res Dogs in here, but most of the characters are dead. Where's Mr. Is there, Pink? Is there anyone alive? Pink easily could have been arrested. He just it's, got out of it's jail. It's kind of insinuated he's dead. It's the opening right? of the movie. Don't, don't we hear gunshots amidst so. all the yelling at him to like, put your fucking hands in the air? Yeah, all right. So he got arrested. Movie opens. Mr. Pink is getting out of jail. Jules is picking him up. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking know each other? They know each other now. <laughs> Ah, fair. If you like, you can write that to make sense if you want. I'm going to do this curtain call of all of my movies. But I want Jules to them. have, like, taken up swordplay. I want him to, like... Yeah, sure. He's a samurai now. Yeah. Like, I want him to be a little more hardcorely a ronin mm -hmm. samurai rather than just metaphorically spiritually walking the earth. Like, he literally is a ronin samurai of a kind. Do it. And, like, he's run across the deadly viper squad or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Mm -hmm. but, I, but any contact has to have happened post... Pulp Fiction, I feel like. I don't know if it'll be... Sure. I don't, want, I don't necessarily want you retconning that he was like a fucking blade master before Pulp Fiction, because then it's like, why? I wouldn't make it. sense. He would have behaved differently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it has to be post-Pulp Fiction he got into that shit, and then he could run into the bride. Or like, uh, what's-her-face's daughter trying to kill the bride? Mm-hmm. You're like, you get both of these movies in one. <laughs> I'm going to make this make sense. Just and I'm going to bring back the fucking, the fucking sheriff from, from Dust Till Dawn for the ninth time. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, no. He's still around, right? The actor? Uh, ooh. He was in Tusk? Fuck. Did he die? I think he might have passed away. Yeah. Uh, Michael Parks. Uh, yeah. Oh, god damn it. I don't know. Does he have uh, a son? Yeah. I think, wasn't his son in Kill Bill? Or was that just characterize his son? No idea. I don't think it was literally his son in real life. <laughs> Bring him in. <laughs> Just say, but something with the intent. You know what I mean? Like you see it in music when a band like does an experimental album of we're just going to throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and hope something cool happens, but we don't mm -hmm. care about making a conventional album. Like I'm not trying to make a normal movie. I'm trying to make a movie that is half experiment, like four rooms or something. Sure. Just like that half of this. didn't do too well though in theaters, right? But I mean, if you put but it on Netflix or something yeah. like it. But the spirit of it. I'm sure. trying to do that. Let's see what happens. Sure, sure. I'm going to take all these ideas. I'm going to smash them all together, see if you can spin a narrative out of it. It's like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> sure. Of like, it's an opus. It's a every a little bit of everything. Give me that Mallrats gonna, too, bro. I'm going to put all these characters together and try to spin a story. And I was like, it ends up being one of your best movies. It needs all the other movies to come before it. Jane Bob? Yeah. The first one? Yeah. 
So like it can't stand on its own two feet of just just watch this. Like half the movie doesn't even make sense. It's referencing things I don't understand. I was like, yeah, but it's still one of your best movies. And referencing them in a way that you you really just it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Without the context. Or it's just it's not like nonsensical, but it's just not that enjoyable without the context. No. Which I wouldn't know. I saw yeah. all the movies. So, like, how does this play if you don't even know what the other movies are? Yeah. <laughs> it would be a little weird, right? It'd just be like, I feel like I'm watching a coded message. Like, yeah. I feel, I can I can tell that I'm supposed to know and feel and understand certain things, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Like watching a part four of some series you never heard, saw the first ones. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Clearly this moment matters between these two characters I've never fucking met. <laughs> More experimentation. Weird stuff, just to see how it goes. Like, but there's too much money involved. It's like, do it for a streaming service. I want to see JJ's next movie, man. If, he's, if he makes, like, an original flick. He's been saying that's what he wants to do. Yeah, but, you know. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get, the, get a good writer in there, you uh, know. He's a good writer. What do you got, man? He can be, I guess. It's kind of a joke, but I mean, what is a good ending he's done? Just just an ending? I guess the first Star Trek movie was pretty decent. That ending was pretty solid. Yeah. Is there any other one? <laughs> I mean, Force Awakens is pretty solid. Mm, okay. Ah, I mean, all right. Yeah. I guess the ending doesn't, like, suck or anything. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it being a big redo of it's a Death Star times 10, like, uh-huh. it's pretty unimaginative. But I understand why he did it. But, yeah, so I, I like, structurally and character payoff-wise, I guess, like, it was he decent. Makes, he was can decent. make good movies, you know. I'm not big on Cloverfield, but... It's a solid idea. He didn't have a ton to do with it directly, though, right? Like, he just kind of helped it get made and maybe produced? I don't know. But he didn't, like, write or direct, right? Like, Hard to say. I don't know. I don't remember. You heard Rangers of the Republic got mini-canceled? No. What does that mean? Postponed or canceled <laughs> as a negotiation tactic? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of like the the interpretation going on right now that like Favreau's saying he wants to cancel it, quote, quote. Okay, so who knows if any of this has actually been said, but the impression to some people is that Favreau's saying to Disney, the show was built for Gina, so if we don't have her, the show's gone with an implication of make it right with Gina and bring her back please because otherwise i'm just not doing the show like Mm -hmm. i'm not going to try and rework it into not involving her or her character i'm just fuck it it's it's her or nothing sure and if you don't want the show then don't give a fuck about that and if you do want the show go get her to come back it's a good move on his part and so it's like oh it's it's canceled in quotes though like all right it's pending it's it's canceled with the idea of make it right and then get her back here and we'll do it because we built it around her too much for it to be something else. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Which, yeah, that should be interesting. Like, I want to see. Do it. Bring her back. I want to see what the fuck we were going to do. That character was clearly going to be important. Or it's canceled. Replace it with something else. Grogu as a teenager. We got. Did you have. You haven't been watching Bad Batch, right? No, what is that? Is that that Momoa movie? (laughs) Keanu Reeves. What is that called? Huh? Oh, man. It just jumped out of my head. Uh, I think it's called The Bad Batch. Is it really? Yeah. It might be. Sounds right. Look it up. I'm just waking the computer back up. Um. <laughs> Wake it up. Ask him. I wish that movie was better. Yeah. It was definitely uh, provocative-ish. It was there, but it wasn't all the way there. Yeah, no, it's 100%. It's called The Bad Batch. Oh, bad Batch. Bam. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, right? I wish it had like more juice. I wish it was like a an amazing movie on top of being so fucking weird. Like, Yeah. Instead, it was just real weird. <laughs> didn't, didn't quite get it. See what you're after. Could have been a fucking classic if it had, like, nailed uh-huh. it. If it had just been, yeah. like, amazing. It was set. It was primed for it. Didn't stick the landing. Like, yeah. oh. mm, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. Bad Batch, the Star Wars show with the clones. Yeah. It's like the sequel show to Clone Wars. Uh-huh. Uh, they... Occurs to me, maybe I already said this before, but like they, uh, there was a character who's in Rebels as an adult who shows up as a kid in this because yeah. that's how old they would have been in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Not for long, but I was like, ah, fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> cool. Of course, we'd see this person during this time. That's great. Mm. Yeah, they didn't do a whole lot with it, but I, I feel like we might touch it again later. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't cool. Filoni get some? They went public with a title for him, like the job he's been doing. Oh, yeah. But now he's, you know, yeah. they gave him his gold star. Um, What's it called? Yeah, fuck. Chief Creative Officer? Is that it? Okay. You think he's got it on his office of, door? Of Star Wars specifically. What? You think he's got it on his office door? <laughs> like his, his door before just said Dave Filoni? <laughs> with like a, like a question mark where the job should be. And then he's like, boom. <laughs> I got it. The question mark. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Question mark. Why the fuck? Not, Little man? stick figure just kind of shrugging. Like, what is my position? Consultant? But like, what, what are you it? calling me? What is my job? Yeah. Who am I? What? Dave Filoni. What is my life? Star Wars. My life is Star Wars? Yes, and cowboy hats. Executive creative director. That's a good I was wrong about the specification of Star Wars. That was the guy before. Yeah, it's just executive creative director at Lucasfilm. They should start doing non-Star Wars stuff at Lucasfilm. <laughs> he starts pitching like, hey, let's... Uh, I mean, they have Indiana Jones. Else. Let's do something else. It's like Indiana Jones is coming. No, no, no. Like something out of way left field. Like they buy the rights <laughs> to something else. To He-Man. Sure. To a Flash Gordon. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. That's no, not I don't do that. Sherlock Holmes, yeah. That's a little more left to center. Yeah. We bought Sherlock. Do something weird, like Alan Quartermain. <laughs> sure. Everyone, the world's beloved UK adventurer. <laughs> do it. Uh, yeah, what's going on with that Indiana Jones? That's happening. I don't know. They cast some people and let's get it. Somebody's somebody else is directing, right? 
It's not yeah. Spielberg or anybody. No, it's what's his face. Who? Uh, the guy who did Logan. Oh. His name's jumping out of my head. James Mancold. Uh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good choice. Cool. Yeah, that might work. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. It's a bummer though if it's the like the last one. <laughs> it's not Spielberg directing. Yeah, like Spielberg. What are you doing? That's yeah, a little weird. It doesn't. It it is a little like that. Hmm, it's not like he's dead. It's not like he's too old to be in the game. It's just like he's <laughs> deciding not to do it. Right. So like, it's a little spooky that like. Do you just not like the script enough or what? Like You're just busy. You He's just like, want to do something else? What have you been up to? He's like, I don't got it anymore. Anybody's paying attention to it. Can't be doing 16-hour <laughs> days for six months. Can't do it. They won't meet my pay rate. <laughs> Lucasfilm ain't going to pay me what I want. You don't even have a pay rate anymore, Spielberg. Just pay you in gold. Pay you in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Just waves his fee. I've reached that level. Well, he could. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm, he's not hurting I'm for post, money. Post money. I've got so much of it. I take zero dollars. <laughs> Give it to these plebeians who still need money. <laughs> <laughs> these sad peasants who have to work for a living. What kind of life is this? <laughs> yeah. Mom, yeah. excited. Hope it uh, turns out well. Indy, Star Wars. What are they going to do with it? With Indy? Yeah, if Indiana Jones, if he is, like, how old is Harrison Ford now? <sighs> he's fucking up there, man. He's, like, near 70, right? Yeah, he's, like, rich guy 70, so that's, like, young <laughs> 60s, right? It's also a movie 70, right? So, like, if you do it right, you could make him look pretty damn agile. Yeah. So it's, like, are we going to pretend using movie magic that, like, yeah, this guy's, like, 70 years old, but we're, we're acting like Holy 50. shit, he's 78 years old. He's almost 80, dude. Yeah. That doesn't mean Indy has to be 80 in this movie, but... Not necessarily. No, but, like, an old man version of Indiana Jones. So it's, like, are we going to acknowledge the fact that, like, he's not as limber? Yeah. So he can't be running from boulders and stuff? Or is like, no, 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 we're just going to... Who cares? We're going to treat it like he's 40 using movie magic. <laughs> 40? It's taken three. You know, we're like, Liam Neeson's like, I'm 62 years old. What are we doing? We're Time acting to... like you're 45 or like, <laughs> we're acting like you're 30. Time to run, motherfucker. <laughs> Who cares? We'll shoot. Yeah. Somebody's throwing grenades at you. Act appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> Just think it'd be cool if you acknowledge Shit. Indiana Jones is like 70 years old. Yeah. I mean, I think, right, the last the last one was in the 50s, right? In the movies? Crystal like, Skull? What year is it? Oh, man, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's 50-something. It's um, and then I think somebody, the, the rumor is it, it's going to proceed forward in time. So, but it's not going to be current day or anything. It'll be like the sixties or seventies or something, hmm. but that could be just bullshit rumor. Who knows? Mm-hmm. If you've already done aliens, what's the, what's the occult supernatural like gimmick? What's the, what's the briefcase? You know, the MacGuffin. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I don't know I mean I, yeah I'm not too like, you can do whatever you want what's the last story you want to do with this adventure archaeologist guy <laughs> I'm going to say dinosaurs do some dinosaurs oh man I don't know do dinosaurs really I don't know I just made that up right now <laughs> I mean, that's why Spielberg's out he's like Jurassic Park I shouldn't be the guy 
like, but that's why you should be the guy. No, <laughs> that's no, why you no. need to be the guy. No, 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 sir. No, no, sir. I don't know. It's, it's like tough. Ready Player One. Like maybe somebody else should have directed that movie. Mm. <laughs> why? Because it has so many Spielberg references in the book, apparently. Mm. Yeah, that is a little weird. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever captures the spirit of Indiana Jones. Blowing your own horn. One last time is what we're doing. One last time. That'd One more mission and then I'm out, Marion. It's the part that I'm intrigued by. Is that her name? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to treat him like he is 70 years old. And he's he's in good shape. He's like Sylvester Stallone or something. I was like, yeah, you're 70, but, you know, you look great. <laughs> A director's cut for Rocky Force coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real excited. I even remember the first version of Rocky Four. I'd have to watch it. Like I could probably recite that movie to you. Ah, bullshit. What's the first line? <laughs> I have no idea. But if I saw it, it's like a song. Once it starts playing, ah, you can sing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rocky's uh doing some stuff. Hmm. You know, he's in his pool, he's got the robot walking around the house. Right. You know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Apollo Creed's going to fight this guy from Russia. And he's like, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> mm, I don't know about this. Um, and then, then Paulie's in this there. Rock. Paulie's like, nah, Rock. He's mm. got to do it. And then he and then he does do it. Mm. And then he dies. Oh, Spoilers. Fuck, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Rocky Four is one of the best ones. It's It's nothing like the first one. That's not the one. Which one has the robot? I want. I think it's in four. Oh shit! All Is right. it in more than one? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I don't. I know. Because Rock, not he's, anywhere he's near enough time. about Rocky. He's big time in the third one. Okay. Right. So okay, in the fourth, he's still big time. Yeah. All right. But like you know, the height of his, I'm the guy. Ugh, when he had all his money and stuff, and he loses his money in five. But like you know, his his peak. It's a very different movie than the first. Than where the franchise started mm. is first, it a little fast furious ish uh, everything gets heightened everything gets more superhero ish everything gets a little more yeah but like in a, in a good mythic. way yeah okay yeah like i would say fast furious is also in a good way like yeah i mean i, I guess that's a fair comparison i think you know what i mean like the first one's got the indie feel and it's more of a drama and it's about a guy trying to you know not be a bum <laughs> And you're talking about Fast Furious, or you're talking about I'm Rocky? talking about both. You see what I'm doing here? God damn it. <laughs> Rocky trying to not be a bum, make something of his life. Ugh, indie movie mm. vibe. It's a drama and stuff. And like four, it's just like spectacle, super heroic boxing movie. Like, yeah, it's a very different thing, but like really good. Two is mm. just kind of rolling off of the first one. If it's it's the rematch, it's it's sure. you know it's Rocky one continued because mm -hmm. he lost at the end of the first one, and then the third one's more like what are we doing? <laughs> like I don't know, he's fighting Mr. T. Like he's the champ now, and some guy's gonna call him out, and I don't know, he's just fighting a guy, and you're like all right, <laughs> it's okay. But then four, you're like hey, we got some juice here to do this whole America versus Russia thing, and like mm. you killed my best friend. <laughs> Truth, yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Sixth one's really good, though. Mm -hmm. Rocky Balboa. It's a lot like the first one. He's like, that's how I want to go out. And then they start doing the Creed movies <laughs> like four or five years later. He's like, okay, never mind. I'm, I'm not going out on that. Let's do Creed. Let's do Creed 2. I hear he's done, though. He's not going to come back for Creed 3. Well, it sounds like they're like they're crafting a story that doesn't 
that he's not in, basically. Yeah, but like nothing? Seems like an amicable, like, I think we're done here kind of move. Like, by the third movie, I think it should more or less be my movie without the mentor around, basically. Yeah, but like, he's not even going to, like, be in the stands for whatever the, the match is. <laughs> well, I mean, who like, knows? That could happen, but. That's what I'm saying. It's like Stallone saying, like, no, nah, I'm, like, I'm done. I'm not going to be in it on purpose. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Not even like a cameo? Maybe just to show just up? Big out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're lying. Just to be like, oh, yeah, there he is. One scene shows up in the locker room before he goes out there to fight. And, you know, That could be cool, actually. Yeah, like, just boom. a poignant one scene. Yeah. Save up the power of it and punch. Yeah, it just seems Apparently. like he's not going to be in the movie at all. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. A missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. A missed opportunity. Rockies are great. I think he's working on a TV show or something. I think I saw something about that. What is that? The younger it was Rocky or it was something. I think like he wanted to do. Or was it Rambo? No, I think he's done with Rambo. I think the last one they did. Oh, okay. He's like, that's it. I don't know. All right, it's a young Rocky then. Yeah, like he was, uh, you know, like he was pretty young when the first movie was happening, right? Like he was fucking twenty yeah. something. I think he's trying to get back to that. Like, hey, like a streaming service, somebody else plays mm-hmm. Rocky, but like it's Rocky at the beginning of his story. Like, let's let's do the first Rocky movie as a show on Amazon or something <laughs> with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like, what else could we do with Rocky? Give it to somebody else. Let somebody else play him. Go back to that twenty something guy from the neighborhood. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. My God, watch the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm just saying. Rocky 1, Rocky 4, 6. Okay. Those are the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving me a director's cut of Rocky 4? Yeah, you are. Hmm. I mean, Stallone, he gets it. He's like, yeah, this is one of the best ones. I don't know how we did it. <laughs> but it sounds like his director's cut's probably going to cut out some of the goofier shit, right? Like the robot's probably not going to be in it Maybe. as much, if at all. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> like, what Fair if enough. he makes a Rocky Four that's more like one and six? Hmm. Like, no, 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 it's more serious and it's a, it's a drama. We took out the goofier stuff. Like, I never wanted a fucking robot in this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's entirely possible. You know? like, it was just the endorsement from Duracell that helped pay for half the budget <laughs> that required that we had this fucking robot in here. Yeah. I don't know. It was like, a, it's like a grittier version. I'm like, yeah, do it. Yeah, be cool. And if I don't like it, I'll just watch the original. <laughs> ah, that's true. It's still there. Hmm. I'm just, I'm excited that Stallone cares. He seems to give a shit a lot about Rocky. Yeah, yeah I love it. I sound like Rocky Four. I got a director's cut because, like, that's, I look at that one and everybody likes it. And I'm like, mm, there was a better version. But the <laughs> studio was saying, do this other stuff. So, like, mm. we shot it. There's a different <laughs> version of that movie. You want to see it, world? Yes, I do. It's I got my popcorn cool. here on my tummy. Let's go. Give me that Abrams cut of fucking Rise of Skywalker, bro. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'm good. Mm. I don't think it's anywhere near done, so it's not real. But I mean, it's real, but it's not that real. I only care but about Rocky Four, buddy. That's it. If there's a director's cut of Rocky Five, the only I'd watch movie. That. <laughs> Leave only, two and three only alone. Only movies with Rocky in it. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like Creed 2 was pretty good. Sure. But not quite. I watched it on a plane, though, so. <laughs> I gotta give that another run. Mm. It was good. Sure. Yeah. It was fine. But, like, I feel like there's more, there's more juice in there. Yeah. Could have squeezed it a little harder. I hope so. There's that third movie's coming. Like, yeah. let's do this. Maybe it gets a little better. Yeah, the third one retroactively makes two a little better. I think I think the <laughs> problem... Let me tell you what my problem is. I got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think with with Creed, mm-hmm. right, with Adonis, I feel like he didn't quite struggle enough in the first one to get to where he was. Really? Like, he's got a famous dad. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's got great genetics and stuff. So it's like, he <laughs> sure, just yeah. he kind of just walks in and becomes a big deal in the first movie. And then the second one, mm. it's like the humbling experience of like, oh, you've never like lost before. You've never been on the ropes. You've never got your ass kicked before. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's what true. the second one's about. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. Yeah. But like the thing I'm, I'm missing mm-hmm. is that, yeah, like compared to Rocky's story of like, he was a, the guy who's like a... He's got potential and talent, but he feels like he's a bum and like his whole life is on the line. And like, oh, I got a title shot. I get to be somebody. Mm. So like he very much spent, you know, however long, five, six, seven years, you know, trying to just be recognized as a legitimate boxer. And then he gets a title shot like he earned that. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Adonis just kind of walked in, mm. treading on his dad's name and his money and stuff. So like <laughs> just a little bit. Mm. It's like, did you did you grind at this for like ten years? Uh, did Rocky grind that hard? I don't remember the first movie at all. He gr- I mean, like, I'm thinking like before that movie, right? Yeah, I, I honestly fucking don't remember shit really. I don't know. I remember Balboa more than I remember Rocky One. So really, yeah, that's a good goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> just the idea, uh, you know what I mean? It's like they're different stories. Which, yeah, just don't do the same thing. That'd be, <laughs> well, that'd be weird and dumb. But just, yeah, I mean, it's a different. He became champion. Just wanted to be became harder. Big time without, yeah, and like two was trying to capture that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you never, you never lost. You never been humbled and all that stuff. <laughs> that was the whole second movie. It was just him losing over and over, Pretty and then much. like ending up in the hospital. And then, like, having to get a job at Walmart. <laughs> and then, like, six months go by, and he's completely lost all faith in his boxing career. And, like, his girlfriend left him. I'd be kind of into it. <laughs> he's going to school to be, like, a plumber or something before somebody finally goes, like, hey, man, maybe you should take care of yourself and maybe give it another shot. And he's That's like, no, movie. never, man, never. It's never going to work for me, bro. Yeah. My life is meant to be shit, okay? I'm supposed to weld these fucking pipes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're world. learning to be a plumber, not a welder. What the fuck? You're in the wrong class, dude. <laughs> God damn it. Wasting six months of my life. Uh, these credits don't transfer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you even tried? Some of them transfer. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, he's like, all right, maybe I get back in the gym. Or like, no, he only gets back in the gym because he gets like, kicked out of his apartment or something. Like, just keep hammering this character <laughs> he's like you can't eat yeah. unless you fucking help me clean the gym and then when he's in the gym so he's like yo man can you help me learn how to punch <laughs> he's like, i know something fine. about punching i guess yeah I don't know. <laughs> he sounds like a haggard washed up dude who's like <laughs> he is. 50 yeah. <laughs> instead of like 27 or whatever he is like 
I don't know. It's a, it's a different story. But like the emotional journey and the satisfaction of not just I won the fight, but like I did something with my life. Like yeah. to me, that's what the Rocky story is. And like Creed is, is missing that a little bit. He goes well, on I mean, an emotional journey. The character is almost meant to be the son of royalty in a way, right? Yeah. Trying to give him more problems because one i don't think the earlier movies said he had a kid so just logistically the kid has to be like and mm-hmm. uh, you know some like baby mama type kid mm-hmm. and then secondarily it's like that would give the character more to struggle with yeah rather than just this. like my dad was yeah. a famous dope boxer and i too will be a famous dope boxer <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely not an underdog story from the beginning not as much so you yeah. gotta do more but like so I mean, a different emotional story. Like we find something. I was like, yeah, yeah, man, it's about fathers and sons and legacies and shadows and you know, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. But I don't know. So I'm hoping the third one they got they got some cool shit. I hope so. Is Coogler's not doing it right, or he is? You're too busy with Black Panther I, stuff? I think he's definitely producing, and I think he's co-writing Black. or something. But oh, like, okay. Jordan's gonna direct it. Oh shit! Is that real? I forgot. Yeah, last about I this. checked, I think he locks the deal. Like I'm gonna direct it. Oh shit! And it's gonna be Rocky style. Oh, that's like, interesting. Directing okay, the first cool. one. Like, I'm gonna. And I was like, "What do you guys got for the story?" Man, he must be. I hope there's a really cool emotional. Yeah, I hope arc he's here. fucking super motivated. That's cool. That might be a dope ass Creed movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping it's the best one because we got it. Cool. Like, oh, yeah, you did it. You did it. Never mind. I, I retract all of my. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You nailed it. <laughs> you retroactively made one and two. Like it was building to this, and then we did it. Mm. Now cry. You're like, yeah, okay, I'm crying. It was good. Now kiss a robot on the way out of the <laughs> arena. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in his house, like that robot, beep, just beep, in beep, shadow beep. in one of those display cases. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that doing here? What the fuck is this, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that last Rambo either. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean to do that. Like I'm gonna watch all of them. Mm. Sit down and do it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just to really get into the idea. Hopefully, it's another long-spanning one. Yeah. Hopefully, the last one. He did do a lot of cool shit. He's like, yeah, I'm going back to the the essence of the first one. I'm trying to finish Rambo because we kind of went off the rails doing other stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to that mm. war vet PTSD. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what does that look it's like? So much time and I still haven't dealt with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've just been messed up like your whole life. I still life. got flashbacks, bro. Yeah. I was listening to it was a it was a dude who was a therapist and he was saying he helped somebody with PTSD mm-hmm. who he had it from like. Oh, shit. It was like a dude who was in the Vietnam War. Damn. And it was like in recent, the recent couple of years. So this motherfucker it's had like had 70 years old. PTSD yeah. for like 50 years. Yeah. Like, so yeah, some insane <laughs> amount of time. And it was like, holy shit. And then he was fine afterwards. And I was like, that's bananas. That's got to almost piss you off, right? To be somebody who was, <laughs> who was that fucked up about something for so goddamn long. And then somebody fixes you in like an afternoon. That's how he feels about it. Not relieved and yeah, he's not tears excited. of joy. He's like, oh my God, he's I'm just, not plagued by the death yeah. of my homies. Nah. Like, just quickly turns to anger. He's like, fuck. Where the fuck were you 30 years ago? <laughs> what? You know, we're just like, why we did nobody be- tell me that this was simple? <laughs> 
I popped pills for six months. That didn't help. Instead, of, then I started drinking. Then my wife left me. I then I ended up somebody. in this, this plumbing class. <laughs> fucking gonna learn to weld, bro. <laughs> and somebody told me I'm in the wrong fucking class. How did I not notice? It's all the pills I've been taking. <laughs> Don't even know what I'm learning. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I may go for him. It was like 20 years or something, so I don't I, Yeah, maybe it wasn't Vietnam, I forget. But it was like a 20-year gap between okay. trauma and fixing. And he was, he was actively plagued with PTSD the whole time. Like every fucking day of life. Like you can't sleep really well. You get flashbacks during the day kind of stuff. And you're like, wow. Damn. How did you not go crazy yet? Like... <laughs> He's like, I already fucking am, dude. <laughs> You're not listening. I did go crazy. <laughs> I'm just a fun amount of crazy. You know what I mean? It's fun for everybody <laughs> else, not for me. <laughs> I'm fine. Like I just, you know, shout in the walk-in, and then I go back to my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spontaneously scream at the clouds. Ah! Mind your business. <laughs> Don't look over here. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> All right, man. Like, All right, dude. Shit, bro. Do it. What the Tell those clouds man? what's up. <laughs> tell those clouds what's going on, man. They need to know. You tell those clouds what's going on, man. I go for him. Whoever yeah. this guy is, whoever you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's random. This unnamed dude. Yeah. Patient Q. Patient Q. Seeing somebody over at, uh, they call themselves Uncommon Knowledge, I think. In the UK. Why is it always in the UK? Uh, I don't know. I mean... Is therapy a bigger it's the guy industry who... over there? Well, you know what I've noticed? that charge. My impression, based on not nothing, but I could be like wrong. There could be a weird you're sampling bias here. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nope. No, you're not always wrong? <laughs> Correct. Impossible. You got to be wrong sometimes. As, uh, well, I mean, yeah, humility, always sir. being the key word in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my impression mm-hmm. is that there is the I, I feel like adult workplace bullying is a bigger deal over there in the UK it, than it is over here. Oh, yeah, and I fucking hope so. Or or <laughs> it's just like way more reported over there because they got like you know national healthcare and stuff. So like mm-hmm. stu- you know people go to things and programs and treatments of stuff to like for deal to deal with shit like that. Whereas out here like with private insurance stuff, people are like, mm-hmm. oh, fucking, I'm not going to see a doctor about this. Like, because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I just, I feel like I've run into a like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like t- a, a weird emphasis on it. On the, like on the bullying? People being driven fucking crazy because they're getting bullied at work. But like passive aggressive and you're like, bullying what? or like hens pecking at each other type of bullying. I... Like somebody insults me probably once a day. No, I, I I feel like it's more. My impression is that it's more like repeated, like your manager or like your maybe your coworkers, but sometimes like people above you, okay, and stuff. And I'm like, how is this that big a problem? Like, <laughs> well, the British man. It's just weird. The Brits, like, yeah, took over the world for a little while. More prone to people <laughs> being like pricks to them at work in weirdly. Or just hired malevolent ways, yeah. like it's yeah, your like, job as a boss to you know punch down. Maybe like I wouldn't be a boss. This seems. I wasn't making people cry. 
so weird. And then being like, you know, real worried about like, wow, well, but if I, how am I, you know, how hard is it going to be to get another job if I leave? So like quitting isn't seen yeah. as such a thing. And what makes you think it's going to be like, different anywhere? But else. your health care isn't tied to, right? Like <laughs> that should make it easier that you're like, fuck this place. Like, but maybe, maybe mm. not. Maybe the, you know, only the work landscape, the, you're like, there's only so many places, man. Like, unless I'm moving towns. Maybe moving is way less common. I don't know. Maybe. They got a good welding program over there? <laughs> I hear their plumbing fucking shit is on point. <laughs> Just do both. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Which got, class am I in? Doesn't oh, matter. All these buildings you got to drill fucking holes through in the yeah. fucking stones that make up the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the UK lives in fucking castles. That's what they're doing. Why not? I hope they do. Uh this is weird. It's like, why is this bullying thing coming up so much? I don't know. I'm like, kid. I feel like in America, you see it with like kid stuff, like schools, you know, like fucking what teenagers kind of bullying and shit. Talking about? Like, like the snarky heckling, like a Ricky Gervais show. The way he writes office workplace, not the <laughs> office, but like, what's that show he did? Oh. Uh, after the other one, extras. Afterlife. Oh, Afterlife. I didn't. I only saw like one or two of those. Oh, well, then you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I forgot that shit existed. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, okay. I guess I don't know. Was that <sighs> my vague recollection of the first two or three episodes? I guess like he was sort of a prick to people, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Was he bullying people around? No, but he like... was calling one of them like a fucking idiot all the time. But he was kind of a fucking idiot, wasn't he? Was like, uh, that was the joke, I or mean, no? He's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but okay. yeah, but like that kind of like low-level snark, witty harassment. <laughs> the way that British <laughs> shows every you know every time I see a British show yeah. in a, like any BBC show for like inner office stuff, or like this is how they talk to each other. You ever see that? Uh, what was that show called? White Gold. No, never saw that. Okay. that. It's a BBC show with uh, what's his face. And the other guy, Donnie McAllister <laughs> and Jimmy Jam Jimmy's. Uh, what's what's his name? I don't fucking know. The guy that was on Gossip Girl back Stringer in the Bell. day. Uh, the British guy. The guy who's on what? Gossip Girl. Get the fuck out of here, dude. He's a British guy. Ed Westwick is his name. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. There it is. He All did right. a show. I don't so know who the fuck that is. All right. Uh, okay. What was his name on Gossip Girl? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Chuck Bass. That helps not. The guy who played God. Chuck Bass. The guy who sounds like a fish, yep. Okay. Yeah, he sounds like a cartoon character. Chuck uh, Bass. Ed Westwick. Did a show. Uh-huh. I watched it on Netflix. White Gold. I guess that's, that's what it's called. White Gold. Okay. Yeah, it's a guy. He works at an office with these other salesmen, and they're selling, uh, like, windows. And, and like, gazebos. And what? shit. Oh, okay. Wait, like this is during the double glazing stuff? The double glazing? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Is it? I think it was set in the 80s. That sounds, I think that timeline lines up. Yeah. yeah that, and yeah. now the title makes sense to when me. When apparently, yeah, selling windows to houses and shit or like add-ons or like you need, you know, the double glazing. Or you this need... is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the reason that double glazing has a huge like yeah. negative connotation nowadays because everybody was scammed. Yeah. Like. Yeah, did y'all hear this? He's pretending like he didn't know what I was talking about. I know, but then he does know what I'm talking. About. I know the I know the he actual social phenomenon. Like, I don't know. This I know the history of Windows in the UK. 
it's been used repeatedly in examples of scam salesman stuff. We're like, oh, nobody even wants to talk yeah. about double glazing in the UK anymore because because <laughs> it was it has such a reputation. Double glazing. It'd be like, what was the American yeah. one somebody was using? Like aluminum siding, not aluminum siding. It was something like that. Where yeah. it was like, nope, fuck off. Get right yeah. out of my, ha- it's, my it's house. It's a bunch of bullshit. They rarely delivered on what they sold. They're scumbags. It's like a little bit of Wolf of Wall Street, like where he does the direct yeah. address to the camera <laughs> they, oh, stuff. Really? And like okay. everybody's wearing fancy suits and they're just scumbags making and assholes. money fleecing people and not even making good on what they promise. Yeah. 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 Scumbag city. <laughs> what the fuck is my point? What am I talking about? I don't know. Where are you going, man? Oh, but the way they talk to British each other in the office. office politics. Because it's the same flavor. Every time I see a BBC show of people, but like, yeah, it's, it's a witty banter. But they're just Calling being, each other idiots. Yeah, yeah but like they're being dicks to each other. <laughs> it reminds me of Gervais stuff of like watching Afterlife. And like, mm. maybe it's just the well-crafted because it's, it's, it's writing. Mm. You know, and like we try to make it this, this wit, this British wit. Right. So, like, yes, we're being mean to each other, but it's still kind of charming and fun because, like, we're just... Because it was too well-crafted? Yeah. Not to be? Not to be charming? Not to be... Or not to take it too seriously. You have to at least appreciate the craft that went into that. Yeah. You got to appreciate the burn a little bit. "Hmm, (laughs) It was well-constructed. He just made that up right now? Uh, I mean, maybe, man. Maybe that's it. That kind of thing. But, like, yeah, low-level... That's weird, though, right? Like, people just who are getting out-gamed by other people's wit that they're just like, now I just feel bad. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. I don't have the kind of creativity to burn him back yeah. and call him a fucking cunt. You yeah, you don't take it too seriously. <laughs> You're like, bro. Or like politicians. You take know, it whatever, in the House of Commerce, whatever it is, that like parliament and parliament where they're like sure. trading barbs, you know? Like, oh, yeah, I ah. guess they talk shit at each other all the time. Yeah, yeah it's a little more rebel rousy in there. It's a little more like <laughs> mm. a nice turn of phrase where you burn somebody with a good comeback. And I'm like, yeah, we pride ourselves on our British wit. We're all sipping tea while we say it. Maybe, yeah. That kind of thing. It's like it's harassment. Yeah, but also, you know, get in the game. It's like a roast. Don't take it too seriously. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I, I don't know. I only know the problem. I don't know the cause. Yeah. Like, maybe. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, white gold. White gold for windows. Yeah. Interesting. Check it out. It's pretty good. It just stops, though. Oh. Because, like, I don't know, season two, and then it's just canceled, or it's over, or what? I don't know. Oh, there's no real ending. They just kind of stopped. Yeah. Squash, squash. Hmm. It's good, though. Cool. Fuck yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> there a point? No. To which you, thing? You finished your point? Yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did we miss it? Did we just stop? Ah, like, I forgot how we got season here. two. Peace out, fuckers. Yeah, boom. Squat on now. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. Bullying is uh, I don't know what's the thing. <laughs> In the UK, uh, I could see it. And and again, it could be an overrepresentation in just the shit I've seen, but it's just like it keeps coming up, and it's like that's so weird. Maybe it sounds know. like I don't know, yeah, a cultural thing. But if you lived in the UK, mm-hmm. you like you get it. I, this person's I yelling know, at me, but not to take it too personally. So if they got like, I got to go to a therapist because I'm getting clowned on at work. <laughs> so hard that it's like literally driving me crazy. Like I can't yeah. fucking deal with it. I need to, yeah, I need help. 
I was like, my damn, coworkers huh? keep burning me. <laughs> what? Okay. And I feel like I can't escape. Like yeah. I can't do shit about it. And not, I can't not leave. Witty and enough. I can't beat them. So like, just kinda, yeah, like that that rebel rousing. I feel like the UK doesn't the UK have like a dope ass in, uh, stand-up comedy scene. Does it? I feel like it does. I feel like they have a great live theater scene. Mm. And I could have sworn somebody was saying they had a like in the same vein. They also have like a shit ton of live uh, comedy stuff mm-hmm. that, like there's a bunch of places that you could pop off as a comic i could see that yeah. so you would think you know there'd be more the, the roasting ability would be wider spread mm-hmm. because they like there's sort of a cultural arts supportive environment for stand-up comics mm-hmm. but maybe not maybe they're not a uh, andrew dice clay enough you know what i mean like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't focus on the burning as much <laughs> i don't know but yeah, like fake antagonism. I guess it's not fake if you take it seriously. Well, but like, yeah, right. If you're getting like driven nuts know. by it, then it's probably not super fake feeling to you. But you grew up in it, so like you kind of get it. Like I was when I went to Ireland, I was in a bar <clears throat> the entire time. No, uh, <laughs> I never left the airport. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No, it was it was super crowded. All the bars are are small and kind of cozy, right? But there might right. be like an upstairs or a you know back oh. room. You can space it out. But like every room's full. Okay. So we we go into the, and this was a this was a holiday weekend though. Yeah, it was like wasn't it St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, it was St. Patty's Day. Day. Yeah. Yeah, I was there for a week. Patty's Day was like somewhere in the middle. Okay. Was it a week or two weeks? I don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> I was drunk the whole time. So <laughs> in the one airport bar, yeah. Yeah, but not on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> okay. But somewhere so around. This there. is a day that is not St. Patty's Day. Yeah, but okay. somewhere close. <laughs> Close enough that that explains the crowd, or this was a normal day? Hard to say. I've never been to Ireland before, so I uh, <laughs> I know. He hear it here first. He's never been to Ireland. He Whoa. went to the fucking airport, uh, and he drank uh, in the airport bar. <laughs> I never left the San Diego airport. We go into this bar, mm-hmm. and we, you know, downstairs is too crowded kind of thing. We go upstairs, because mm-hmm. everybody's watching a, a football game. Oh, okay. You know, or soccer. They're, they're watching football. Football. And uh, so everybody's packed in, okay. trying to see all the different TVs. That maybe explains the crowd, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I'm I'm standing at this bar, okay. which is pretty crowded around the bar. So, like, you're kind of waiting to talk to the, the one bartender. So, sure. like, the, you know, the place downstairs was too busy. So we're upstairs. Okay. So we're kind of standing there huh. trying to get a chance to order a beer. And like I'm I'm a little bit standing in front of a TV from certain people's <laughs> angles. Oh, okay. And this lo- lovely young lady, 25, <laughs> stands up. And she's like, yo, fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> she's talking to me. But like I, it's like I think she's talking to me. And then, But I, I turned because like I took it seriously. Like somebody's actually mad at me. But then she saw my expression uh-huh. that like I took her seriously. And she kind of dropped it and was like, oh, what? No, like I'm just <laughs> – I'm just fucking, bro. Come on. <laughs> And I was like, but you just, with like a straight face, just told me to fucking move. Like pounding your fist on the table. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, hey, man, come on. Don't just get like that. Get out of the way. Yeah. I'm like, huh? What? Really? She's like, no, no, calm down. You know, like put her hand out like, come on. (laughs) I'm like, so much just happened in this little exchange. I just learned something about Ireland. Like aggressive, but not really. Like when you're yelling at an umpire at a baseball game or something. It was like, I'm not actually mad at him. I'm just having fun. So are they doing that in the workplace? Is that what you're saying? I fucking, no idea. 
<laughs> you know what they're probably doing? They're probably going to learn some fucking plumbing, bro. <sighs> Where at? 5390? Napa Street, California 92110. Come on down to Doom Nation Comics, motherfucker. Come on down. Shoot the shit. Buy some comics or collectibles or art. Yeah, check it all out. Check out our Instagram, Doom Nation Comics. At new Doom Nation Comics. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> I was going to slap a dot com. That's not what I'm saying right now. Nah, but go there too. DoomNationComics.com. Yeah, follow the shop. Check out our comics. Come on down to the shop and buy some things. We have one copy of Invincible because everybody keeps buying it. <laughs> so we may you, or may not have it right now. You've been watching that show? <laughs> we got more on the way. You want to read the comic? You should. It's dope. Kirkman's awesome. As you have heard me talk about Walking Dead. Same guy. Wrote both series. Come on down. Read some comics, buy some stuff, buy a Mega Man beanie. Yeah, you know not? what I mean. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't do love know. Mega Man and a warm head? Yeah, right. Come on. Correct. Do it. Peace. Bye. Mm-hmm.